This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Today, my special guest is Lauren Culp. He had run for governor of Washington State, and now he's running for U.S. Congress. Uh, Lauren, welcome back to the Warning Radio Program. Thank you for having me back on, Pastor Hansen. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's good having you. The Bible tells us very clearly if the righteous rule, people prosper. If evil men rule, uh, evil men, those that go against the laws of God, the morality of God, the ethics of God, then the righteous are persecuted. And all over America, the righteous right now are being persecuted because of evil leadership. So I know you're a Christian, and it's my pleasure uh, supporting you. Now, Thank you. I appreciate it. Why don't you tell the audience again uh, what exact position you're running for? I'm running for U.S. Congress in Washington's 4th Congressional District, which is a, a strip right down the center of the state from Canada to Oregon. Okay, very good. You know, you are obviously endorsed by the people of Washington State, having received a record number of votes for any Republican candidate for governor in Washington State history. Besides the people, have you gotten any national endorsements? Um, yes, I have. And, um, yeah, I really appreciate the support of the citizens of Washington State. Um, it, it's just amazing um, that, you know, that people care so much about their country, that they come out to rallies and meet and greets. Um, you know, the likes of campaigning that this state has never seen, and we're going to continue that in this race. But, you know, I've, I've never chased after endorsements from anybody except the people, but I have gotten a few well-recognized endorsements recently. Um, the Second Amendment activist and rock and roll legend Ted Nugent, who has, by the way, never done drugs or uh, had a problem with alcohol, and that's amazing if you're in the rock and roll industry. Um, Sheriff David Clark from Milwaukee, a national figure. And most recently, um, President Donald Trump has endorsed my campaign. And although I never chase after endorsements, they're they're very welcome from good people. And it was an absolute honor to get a phone call from President Trump um, out of the blue. I had no idea it was happening. Um, I didn't run down to Mar-a-Lago like a lot of my competitors have done, paid thousands of dollars to attend Trump events. Um, I just knew that President Trump would make the right decision when he had the information. And uh, he told me exactly that. They they did backgrounds on all of the candidates, looked at their history and what they've done for the people. And uh, he he endorsed my campaign 100 percent and then invited me down to Mar-a-Lago for a uh, uh, event, which was uh, very nice. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, I heard he had endorsed you and I was I was glad of that. Uh, anybody, any conservative realizes that uh, with that endorsement, then you truly are a conservative. Absolutely. I, I stand on the principles that our country was founded on. You know, God, family, and country are the priorities that I have. And I believe strongly that our government needs to follow the Constitution. Well, I totally agree. I know we, we're having a direct uh, attack on God himself, trying to change our values and beliefs and move us into this new world order. So we are under attack right now, and I hope people realize it. Absolutely. It, it's becoming glaringly obvious to people, you know, on, on both sides of the aisle. You know, Democrats, I mean, we even saw it in the 2020 campaign for governor. A lot of Democrats 
came up and talked to me, said that they, they're seeing what the radical left is doing. This is not the Democrat Party of John F. Kennedy or our, our parents. You know, this is a radical left communist movement that's trying to trying to take over America. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, JFK was a patriot, a conservative compared to what's going on in the Democratic Party today. It, it, it's just an abomination. Yeah, and this is not a Democrat versus Republican uh, battle. This is a battle against good and evil. And, um, you know, we always know that God wins. And so I'm really looking forward to uh, getting our country back. Amen. Well, God wins if we can step up, fill the gap, and be true ambassadors. Uh, People need to realize that they have a part to play. They just can't pray. I mean, Jesus isn't coming out of heaven to save them until the battle of Armageddon. So uh, right now, he's placed us as his ambassadors to make disciples. We need to put good people into office. Yes, it's not a spectator sport. That's for sure. We have to stand up for, you know, for the unborn. We have to stand up for our children. The things that they're teaching in the classrooms is absolutely despicable. We have to get in the fight. We can't be spectators. Uh, I don't believe that God expects us to be spectators. He wants us to stand up and fight. Well, you're absolutely right. And, and I know your background, law enforcement. Frankly, my background was law enforcement, sheriff's department, SWAT team, et cetera, et cetera. Fellowship of Christian Peace Officer President. So we understand the seriousness of the hour and why, again, good people must get involved so righteousness will prevail. Absolutely. What are your priorities when you become the next congressman for the 4th District? Um, well, there are so many things that need fixed in our country, um, but and I've got a list of 15 priorities listed on my website Okay, um, that I call the Stand Up for America agenda, and people can read those in detail at cultforcongress.com. That's my website, cultforcongress.com, and, but basically, I will push for us to get our government back within the confines of the Constitution, you know, because... The Constitution is the rule book for our government. That is the employee manual for our public servants that we put in government positions. You know, we vote them in and, and expect them to follow that that manual, if you want to call it that. But I'm a firm believer in the Tenth Amendment, which says that whatever isn't written in the Constitution for the government to do, it's left to the states and the people. So, you know, things like um, the Department of Education that is currently mandating explicit sex education and critical race theory to every school across America. The constitution doesn't give the federal government the authority over the education of our children. And I want to see that return to the local level where parents have control over what their children are being taught instead of a federal bureaucrat, you know, dumbing down our children. You're exactly right, Lauren. Uh, I know we're moving more and more into tyranny, not freedom. They're trying to take away our our rights, our liberties, uh, our properties, because, again, they're they're overruling the will of the people. Yes, and and our children. You know, our children do not belong to the government. Our children belong to us and God. And it's it's up to parents to stand up and, and fight back with this and and I will be on the front line of, of getting rid of the Federal Department of Education so that parents are, are in control of what's being taught. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, if there are Christian parents out there, that alone should <laughs> make you want to vote for uh, Lauren uh, because uh, you know how much your children mean to you. And we got to protect their minds. 
And uh, it's so critical what they put in their minds at this tender age. So, uh, again. Is, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm the father of two grown men um, and eight, I've got eight grandchildren. This is a, this is a big issue for me uh, and my wife, Barb, and for uh, all parents all across the state, all across the nation. Well, you're right, Lauren. I, I've got 13 grandchildren, four daughters, and one son. And uh, I certainly want to protect them. Definitely. We have to. How do you feel about environmentalists and liberals like Jay Inslee who want to tear down our dams? Well, you know, if, you, if somebody would have told me 10 or 15 years ago that people want to tear down the dams in Washington State, I would have laughed like that. That's ridiculous. But they actually do. It's, it's amazing. But the dams that we have, um, they're critical. They, I mean, they produce the cleanest energy that there is. And they also help in a huge way transporting our food on barges um, on the lakes that they create. You know, the water they store is also used for irrigation and recreation. But one of the key things that environmentalists and Jay Inslee don't want to look at is, and I talked about this during the 2020 campaign, they don't want to look at or talk about the overpopulation of seals, sea lions, and birds. They, They eat smolt on the way out to the ocean, and they eat adult salmon on their way upriver to spawn that they are overpopulated. They are everywhere at the mouths of rivers and even up in the rivers. We also need to look at habitat for spawning and increase the output of the fish hatcheries. I mean, these are just common sense solutions that I talked about all through 2020 and I talk about now. Tearing down the dams is not the right thing to do, but they want to ignore all all of the actual causes of our salmon population declining. Yeah, it seems like they, they lack all common sense. I mean, they, they one and one is two, but they come up with four or six. And, and that's a common theme, you know, with the, the, the radical left. They, they don't want to have common sense solutions to things. Yeah, and, and they don't want a real debate because they lose, so they end up name-calling and, and, and classifying us, demeaning us as, as uh, you know, demonization or something. They try to smear our character because they can't win an intelligent debate that is absolutely true i i have uh you know there's a smear campaign that has continued since i announced i'm running for congress the liberal seattle times and the other liberal uh media um they don't want to debate the issues they they just want to throw mud it's it's amazing yeah they just want to demean you, but they really don't want to talk to you on a live debate because they know they will lose. Right. And it's a tactic that they've used all the time. They just they don't want to debate you on the issues. They want to attack your character if you say something that they don't agree with. Exactly. Exactly. Rising prices of everything from fuel to food is causing hardship on families, on their budgets. What do you think the cause is and how would you work to fix it? Well, the overall rise in prices um, is affected by inflation. And a lot of people are told uh, and some believe that in inflation is the rising cost of goods. But that is a symptom of inflation. The rising cost of goods is a symptom of inflation 
which is caused by the massive printing of money by the Federal Reserve and the rampant spending of our federal government. You know, we've seen a lot of that lately. I mean, if you look at it, the more of anything in the market, whether it's money, whether it's um, oil, or whether it's uh, wheat, the more of anything that you have in the market, the lower the value is. You know, so if there's a an excess of wheat one year, the price is going to be lower because it's it's supply and demand. So if you flood the market with more money and then more money, the value of that money is going to lessen, uh, which is inflation. Prices go up because the money is worth less because there's more of it. The quick rise in fuel was a direct result of Biden cutting off our domestic supply and putting thousands of oil workers out of work when he first took office. You know, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline, but okayed a pipeline for Russia. It's just a matter of simple supply and demand. We need a free market economy, not one that is controlled by the government, where they decide who the winners and losers are going to be. And right now, the losers are the American people. Well, you're right. Their policies, Biden's policies are, are frankly just ludicrous. I mean, he's, he's blaming uh, the Ukraine war when uh, if Donald Trump was in office, you wouldn't see this inflation because we would be self-dependent and we would be selling excess to the world and making profit. So, I mean, he, he acts like the American people are stupid. Uh, Lauren? Yes, he does. And, and the American people are not. They see through this. They know what's going on. And we are going to shut down this vitamin administration when we take back Congress. I can guarantee you that. Well, we've got to because it's a runaway Congress. It's a runaway White House. And they're trying to trample on all of our freedoms, take away our rights, and, and frankly, move us into the new world order. They don't care about uh, God-given morality or authority or values or beliefs. Uh, they want to remove it all. Absolutely. There are millions of illegal aliens flooding across our border. Where do you stand on this issue? Well, I love immigrants, legal immigrants, that is. Uh, you know, we're, I mean, we're a nation of immigrants. We've always have been, I mean, since the pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock. But we can't have immigration where we just open the door and let anyone in who wants to walk across our border. We have to control who's coming. And, uh, you know, we've got to make sure that they want to assimilate into America and be Americans. There's um, so many criminals and actually people that have been on the terrorist watch list that have been apprehended at the border. Um, but the Biden administration lets them go. Very few get deported. And we have to stop that. We need to finish the wall and we need to have a merit-based system to protect we the people, to protect America. What's, what's going on now is absolutely inexcusable. Well, you're right. The flow, the flow of drugs from the cartel, uh, human trafficking, it's, it's out of control, and Biden doesn't care. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, legal immigrants, I've talked to so many of them, and, and they are against what Biden is doing. They came in legally. They realized what's going on, and then they say, why, are, why is Biden, why is the Congress purposely tearing down the country that the world envies and they're they wanting to come here because of our freedoms but yet he's tearing down everything that made us great and legal immigrants do not like what biden is doing with with this uh open borders 
No, they do not. I talk to a lot of them, and they don't like it at all. But you think about it. Why? Why is he doing that? You know, you, you ask yourself that question. And I believe it's to replace their voting base because they get people from different countries that don't understand the Constitution. They don't understand the freedoms. You know, they're used to living under socialism. They come here and the Democrats give them a free cell phone, free money, free housing, uh, free medical, free education, and they vote Democrat. They don't know any different. So what they're doing is flooding this country with people who they hope will vote Democrat. Because they're losing their base. They're losing Democrats because they're seeing the radicalness of the Democrat Party right now. Well, I certainly believe that's one of their intents. I think another one is just to make us go bankrupt and move us into this new world order. So uh, what Biden is doing is so sinister, so evil, so anti-American, and people have got to see through what they're doing, uh, the White House and Congress. Yes, definitely. Now, Social Security is a big issue for seniors. And as a congressman, you will have a say in funding government programs. Should re- retirees be worried? No, they should absolutely not be worried. I do not believe that uh, government programs are the answer, um, but seniors should not be worried. I, I will make sure that the federal government follows through with the promises that were made to our seniors for their retirement. You know, that's a, that's a promise. And I'll also implement an opt-out for younger people so that they can invest in the retirement plan of their choice and not be stuck in a government-run system that is inefficient. But no, I will always make sure we keep our promise to seniors. Well, that's very important because it seems to be uh, the habit of, of of this current administration to, to uh, betray uh, so many promises that they have made to people. Just... You, you look at what Biden said during the campaign and just flat out lies what he's doing right now. Yes, he does. Absolutely. It's a whole globalist uh, agenda and they don't care about anybody. You are running as a Republican. Dan Newhouse is a Republican. Why are you running against another Republican? <laughs> I, I actually get asked this quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there's many many politicians that call themselves Republican, but they actually act and vote like liberal Democrats. And Newhouse is one of them. He voted to impeach President Trump, the greatest president of my lifetime. And and note that I served in the military under President Reagan, who I respected a lot. But President Trump had a huge fight on his hands and he fought for the American people. But Newhouse voted to impeach him. He also turned right around and voted for the January 6th commission, which is Nancy Pelosi's pet project to uh, further degrade conservatives. Newhouse voted for red flag laws, which take firearms away from uh, otherwise legal citizens without any due process. And most recently, he voted to increase spending by $1.5 trillion. And in that bill were two anti-gun laws, $286 million for Planned Parenthood, and $15 billion for more IRS agents. So if you look at his voting record, he votes with Nancy Pelosi and the radical left 40 to 50% of the time. That is not someone who the 
should be representing the fourth congressional district or any districts as far as i'm concerned uh, in the united states that is anti-american it's unconstitutional he is a big government rhino and uh, with the help of the citizens of, of the fourth district i will be taking him out well that's good because i was going to say rhino and you said it so uh if you don't know what a rhino is it's republican in name only but Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of them. There is a lot of them. You know, President Trump, he was a great president and the greatest in my lifetime, too. He went in and, and said he was going to drain the swamp. I, I think he miscalculated. It wasn't a swamp and it was an ocean. And uh, <laughs> that that is what he became aware of. He was trying to drain the ocean. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even think President Trump realized how deep it was. You know, he got it down low enough to where we can see who the real rhinos are, um, which is great. And uh, I look forward to hopefully having him back in the White House in 2024 when we have control of the Congress and the Senate and uh, we can turn this ship around. Yeah, that would be great. And you're, and you're right. He, he, I don't think he had a clue how massive the corruption is uh, again right. not a swamp but an ocean and uh, he, he was shocked when there was so much uh, corruption and uh, yet they allowed the corruption to prevail and uh, and that's the mess we're in today even people that he thought he could trust exactly swamp creatures. yes e- exactly i mean it's like a man who thinks he can trust his wife and she betrays him i mean uh, he was certainly betrayed by a lot of people he thought he could trust. And including Representative Newhouse, who says that he's a conservative Republican but voted to impeach him. It's absolutely pathetic. And if you look at uh, past presidents, you know, Obama, Clinton, yeah, Bush, um, their net worth when they went into office and their net worth after office dramatically increased president trump's net worth went down he didn't even get paid one single dime while he was president he donated his salary well you're exactly right and uh i'll tell you it's it's a travesty what happened to him uh now health care is a big issue especially with our veterans would you propose any changes to to the va system of health care for our veterans Absolutely, yes, I will. Our veterans, um, you know, our young men and women that we send uh, to defend the United States of America, they are a special breed of people. I'm, I'm a veteran myself. The, the VA system is broken. You know, I have a lot of friends and relatives who are veterans as well. Um, and they struggle. They, they fight for the care that was promised to them. And I will fight for veterans so that they can see the doctor of their choice and not have to wait on the bloated bureaucracy of the VA. I mean, you, you know, if you look at what anything that goes on, the government does. Government does very little things efficiently, right, if anything. And the VA is no exception. So we need to take care of our veterans. We need to allow them to go to their doctor and get the care that they need instead of waiting for months on a waiting list with the VA. Government-run health care doesn't work because there's too much bureaucracy. Um, there's too many people trying to run it. And we need to get back to where veterans can just go and see a doctor near them, a doctor that they want to see. And it's taken care of because that's a promise we made to our veterans. Well, you're exactly right. 
Now, we can't talk about our veterans without talking about war. So what are your feelings on the situation with the United States involvement in Ukraine and the 20-year war we just got out of in the Middle East? Well, I've got a lot of feelings on that. I mean, I, I firmly believe that we should never send our young men and women into a war unless it's, um, you know, first of all, to fight an imminent threat to America, you know, to our national security. And second of all, they should not be sent without a declaration of war from the people's representatives in Congress. That is what the Constitution mandates. Congress has the power uh, to take our nation to war, and we have to take that back from the president. One person in the White House should not have that much power to decide that our young men and women are going to go overseas and possibly lose their lives or limbs um, or their sanity for a lot of them. You know, we have to end these endless wars. We have to end the nation building. Just think, you know, it, imagine if we had the trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars that we spent to build roads, bridges, schools, and uh, other infrastructure in Iraq and Afghanistan over the last 20 years. Imagine if we had that to spend here at home. We wouldn't have one homeless veteran. You know, we would have roads and bridges that were updated. But something that people need to understand is that war is a money laundering scheme for the military industrial complex, the globalists, and the war hawk politicians on both sides of the aisle. There is a, a book that I would suggest everyone get and read. It's available everywhere. It was written by a Marine Corps general named Smedley Butler. And the book is called War is a Racket. He wrote this book after uh, a long career in the military as a general. Um, but war is a racket. It's a huge money laundering scheme. And we need to go to war only when Congress declares war. Well, I totally agree. It appears the Biden administration is rapidly trying to destroy our country what will you do to help maintain our freedoms here at home? Um, as I've always done, I will abide by my oath of office to uphold and defend the Constitution. Biden, Harris, and Nancy Pelosi should all be impeached for what they've done to our nation. And I will join the wave of conservatives that are in and about to take office. And uh, we will see that done. You know, Congress um, has the power of the purse. And we have to take control of the spending and defund their operations. And I will work hard to get that done. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Warning Radio Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, special guest, Lauren Culp, running for U.S. Congress. Again, Lauren, what position? United States Congress in Washington's 4th Congressional District. And people can follow me on Facebook and Twitter, or I've got a website, culp4congress.com. We could really use the financial help, too, if, if people are able to. Who, who will you be replacing? Dan Newhouse. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Eagle Saving Nations, click on my website, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. Join us today. It's set to keep our freedoms, to put in people like Lauren Culp into office. May God richly bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.